Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. question. What's up? If you had the opportunity to live in hollow earth, would you? No. Fuck that. Honestly, me neither. Welcome back, kernels of all sizes, shapes, and colors. Flavors. Flavors. I don't want to know what these kernels taste like. Caramel kernels. I feel like some of y'all taste Cheddar too salty. kernels. Disgusting. Honestly. Anyway, <laughs> so guess who's back on schedule, baby? Sorry, I, I've tried to like incorporate me saying baby as my catchphrase. Get out of here. I want to say it at least once in every episode. Get out of here. Um, also, who's on schedule? Because I don't think it's us. It's us. Wow, we are? We are. Oh. It's Sunday. No, it's not Sunday. It's not. It's Monday, my it's love. Monday. Oh. You just had the day off. Okay. No, we're fine. We're still on schedule. We okay. still have tomorrow to edit and Wednesday to post. We're still good. We're still on schedule, baby. We got this. Somebody please let him know that baby might not be it. It's definitely it. Okay. So we watched a movie in the movie theaters and it was fucking awesome. We haven't been in the movie since what? 2019? No, since February of 2020. Yeah. And what was the last movie we watched? Baby. Sonic the Hedgehog, the masterpiece that it was. Hey, hey. That fucking movie was glorious. We went to see it purely because they listened to their audience and changed everything. And you know what? Fantastic movie. Fantastic. It would have been very disappointing had they not changed it. But when we went to go watch that movie, only because this unnamed soul... Will not be uh, supportive. Well, he won't be supportive if I don't give him a shout out. But he went with us with his wife. Oh, yes. Mr. Ronaldo. It's the the uh, non-named homie. No? You're not going to give him a name? No. That's the running joke now. (laughs) He thinks it's hilarious that we don't give him a name. Oh, well, I take that back. I I didn't say his name. I know. You definitely messed up and dropped the ball. But anyway. It's okay. um, Me and him are just twins. Our name's Rhyme. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's the same guy that we gave the, the other mic to. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we watched a movie, and it's been a long time. The movie theater was a fantastic place. Very clean. AMC, you're doing a wonderful job. If you need us to help market the movie theaters, um, I would let love us to know. get sponsored. Let us know because honestly, um, A plus they had seats blocked off around you, so you weren't too close to anybody we made a friend in there yeah we did and he had special needs and he was really sweet i don't know his name but he really liked godzilla so you know true and also if y'all can't pay us like we're totally cool with that just give us some stocks just in case you know the millennials decide to get crazy again and jump those stocks up real high um also if you guys just want to give us movie tickets like just free movie tickets for life. Free That'd movie be awesome. tickets. Yeah, just I'm like, cool with that. I'll sponsor y'all. Or I'll let y'all sponsor us. We will tickets. accept a sponsorship. For we free movie tickets. We will humbly accept a sponsorship for free movie tickets in exchange for reviews. And maybe if you can, if you can afford it, can we get like a discount on the popcorn or something? Or that no, wait, Brickhouse wait, 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 pizza. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you do it to me every time. I'm sorry. You just ain't quick enough. You suck. That... You just always drop the ball and give away our my special news. Then you need to put your special news on the iPad. You're just a terrible co-host. I guess so. Anyway, so I really loved their pizza. 
shockingly flatbread pizza i normally avoid i fucking hate flatbread pizza i typically avoid it because it is too crunchy too crispy right but this one no it was perfect no that it was a banger and then like with the marinara sauce and you got to ask for the marinara sauce they won't give it to you because they're a little staunchy at least the stingy the, uh stingy uh i'll take it they're a little stingy and they won't say that you can have it for free, but you can have it for free. Just ask for it. All but right? that pizza might not be worth $10. I think it was worth like at, at least, least a solid eight. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad we agreed. It's, it's Eight's a good price. So yeah. if you guys just want to give us like a little bit of a discount on that pizza, we would appreciate it. <laughs> you let us play, pay $8 flat. I will pay full price for a large drink if you give me a discount on the pizza. <laughs> I will start. I was going to say stop. I will start using the stubs card again baby i use that stubs card every single time i go Shh, i was trying to give them a little more incentive amc i will renew my membership there you go if you do not give me this pizza for eight dollarinos <laughs> i will not renew i will bring in my dominoes mark my words i've done it before i don't think we brought dominoes in no we definitely brought wendy's in though we definitely brought wendy's and in. um marble slab oh yeah the milkshakes and then got like really mm-hmm. wet inside of your purse anyway um moving on uh let's talk about we're not gonna talk no, no, about no. the movie we're gonna watch we're wait what we're not gonna talk about the movie that we watched in the movie theaters not yet it's no. coming on a special episode on a special day that we're not gonna tell you about just in case we are going to tell you all about the movies leading up to it the movies the prequels uh, the you know going into godzilla what do you need to watch in order right. to 100 percent godzilla versus king kong what do you need to watch to 100 percent get the plot line and this is for those people that decide oh i don't want to go back and watch four movies or i just three movies three movies i'm sorry you're right or i don't want to um i don't know enjoy an awesome godzilla film or you just didn't understand it like my mom like we are going like they all jumped on the boat to watch it right and then they were like king kong versus god or godzilla versus king then they're like what i don't i didn't get it like why are all these things happening i thought it was just monsters fighting did you watch the the first three no well that's fine you don't there understand you, go. you can't just watch deathly hallows and expect to understand it you can't watch harry potter versus star wars and just expect to get it you gotta watch the prequels the leading up to it right but who do you got on star wars versus harry potter i just kind of want to know look there was a death battle on it. Just, just I will know. forever say Harry Potter strictly because that is my childhood. That is what I know best. And I can forgive Cursed Child. I can't forget. I can't forgive the last Star Wars movie. You're right. I, I know. Either. I know. Yeah. I had to lean back to do that because it hurt my insides just yeah. thinking about it. If they didn't have the uh rise of skywalker yeah if they didn't have that then star wars would have a winning chance but but like in a realistic fight though like in a realistic star wars got it i think harry like harry potter has it genuinely just because they can they can literally they can literally use their spells from a distance you have to have somebody that can actually know how to use the force in order to use it from a distance. The Force. I guess. Maybe if you had, like, you know, Vader. Yeah, Vader would stomp everybody. Yes. Solo. He would solo the Harry Potter film. Okay, but I'm thinking, like, main trio against main trio. Okay, so Han, Luke, Leia. Versus Harry, Ron, Hermione. Yeah, I'm still giving it to fucking Star I'm Wars. I'm sorry, what? Ah. Uh, Luke barely knows what the Force is. Leia apparently nah. knows. Nah. But Luke doesn't have the same force that his father Luke has. Luke fuck up Harry in, a, in an instant. With a lightsaber. Yeah. But he would lightsaber have to get close to wand. him. He would have to get close to no, him. No, he would drag him in. Wand wand can be used from any distance. Moving on. This is not what our podcast is about. So okay, let's we're going to have this. this fight later. Moving on to what we're actually here for. Godzilla versus King Kong. Or not really. But Godzilla and King Kong, respectively. So, Rico, do you want to kick us off plot-wise into the Godzilla 2014 movie? The year is 1999. 
and monarch scientists are discovering the skeleton of what looks to be a Godzilla species. Is it his mom? Is it his dad? Maybe his eggs. We'll never know. What we do know is that an egg has hatched, and now there's a trail leading to the ocean. We're also introduced to a subpart plot that is the human aspect of this movie. Brian Cranston plays a main character, and Elizabeth Olsen's in this movie as well. But also, did you know that Pietro from, what was it, Avengers? Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes, Ultron. I didn't see it. Anyway, um, he's in that movie, and they're lovers. That's awkward. It is very awkward, seeing as how they're brother and sister later on in life. Granted, I will say the King Kong and Godzilla, the Monsterverse movies, does have a way of including literally every single person from the Marvelverse in there. They do their part. So our main character's wife died in a nuclear power plant. I don't know why I couldn't say that word. During a seismic breach. And this drives our main character a little crazy. So our main character named Joe, by the way, is determined to find the real reason of his wife's death. Because he's convinced that it just wasn't a random nuclear meltdown. During one of these trespassing adventures on the quarantine island, we find out that Monarch, the facility, is actually there. And they have a kaiju egg on their hands. So for those of you non-Japanese speakers, day one Godzilla fans, or slow Googlers, a kaiju is a strange creature or a giant monster. You know, that's, that's just my anime kicking in. No, I'm kidding. Um, I actually Googled that before doing notes. Really? No, I just knew since like... I was maybe... going to say, you've been learning Japanese, so that's why no, no, I thought no, no. you knew it. I knew kaiju from like 2002, playing Save All Monsters. <laughs> anyway, so they have this egg, and in it is a kaiju later dubbed Muto. So, again, for all y'all who do not know about Godzilla, a MUTO stands for Massive Unidentified Terrestrial Organism. So, we watch as this MUTO that's been feeding off of the plant's reactors for 15 years emerges from its cocoon like a beautiful Satan spawn. And it basically just fucks everything up. So, our main character, he's kept alive for like a little bit longer than he's gone. It's kind of like a backwards mauve shirt. And the Mutos have their Black Air Force One energy and want to destroy everything and anything to get their hands on radiation. Why? Because they feed off of it. And apparently there's two of them and they need their energy to create some baby Mutos. That's terrifying, honestly. So everyone's favorite big bad super apex lizard Godzilla hears the mating call of the Mutos and is like, yeah, I might have to put these guys on a t-shirt and unalive them before they bump uglies. So, why why would Godzilla do that, Connie? Because Godzilla loves humans, and Mudos just want to kill everything. Actually, it's because he's a badass Captain Planet. That works. So, while Godzilla's trying to fight these Mutos and save the Earth, the Earth's inhabitants, a.k.a. Humans are trying to kill everything, both Muto and Godzilla. So, long story short, we find out that Godzilla is a fan of Mortal Kombat because he kills one Muto and fatalities the ever-living fuck out of the other one. I'm sorry, that probably just lost us our AMC. No, I don't think so because Godzilla was rated PG-13, right? Uh, AMC shows rated our movies. It's fine. I hope so. So the unnecessarily unnecessary human subplot does play out while all of this is happening, but it literally means nothing to the rest of the movies, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, move past that. Anyway, after Godzilla saves the Earth from the Mutos and the Muto babies, he is dubbed King of the Monsters, which, I mean... Leads technically, in. Technically, he's not... Not just yet. You can't just win one fight and be called the greatest of all. But anyway, um, so they call him the King of Monsters, and the world speculates that he is a savior, kind of, but also has giant feet and destroys things. Look, he's not trying to destroy whole cities. It's just that he, the streets are too nar- narrow, and he can't help where he walks. What is he supposed to do? Tiptoe? Right. Right. Exactly. You can't just ask for his help and then 
be mad that he his big old feet stomped on everything. That's like saying, I need somebody to come to my help. My my house is burning down and the fire department knocks over your fake plant in the yard. So anyway, Godzilla returns peacefully to the sea awaiting the next movie. Now we're going to kick it over to you, Connie, where we will be talking about King Kong and what happened to him on Skull Island. All right. So welcome to Kong Skull Island 2017. So, in this movie, we are dealing with everyone's favorite gorilla, or second favorite. R.I.P. Harambe. Moment of silence. All right. Okay. So, in Kong Skull Island, we're introduced to another kaiju named King Kong. And after 12 movies, 11 or 12, 12, right? Yeah. We are proud to say that this is the best one yet, in our humble opinion. Personally, my favorite. And I will say this one actually had a pretty decent subplot in terms of the human subplot and the story. And it's probably our favorite origin. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, honestly, Lord knows that I do not remember the one with Jack Black in it. So not much to kind of choose between there. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Our movie starts in 1973 where Monarch, once again, is trying to find more creatures or titans and so they gather a team of ragtag army badasses to find said creatures by the way this movie has nick fury loki and captain marvel in it so they're really just trying to get all of them together so the scientists are trying to shake the monsters out of kong skull island because they're flying you know through hurricanes to get there and they're trying to really just shake them out and see where they're where they're at because they think that they might be in the hollow earth so they drop seismic charges on the island it's crazy but their seismic charges work and king kong comes out and he's pissed at them and i wonder why but since they're literally bombing his home he starts swatting them out of the sky killing everything he can come into contact with because you know they're threatening his home you know stand your ground so oh my god while some of them died most of our team finds the power of the plot armor to survive the crash, but they do get split up into two different teams. So for speed's sake, we're going to call them the asshole team, which is led by Samuel L. Jackson, and the good guys led by Tom Hiddleston. A.K.A. Nick Fury and Loki. A switch of roles here, but I'm here for it. I didn't even think about that. You're right. We do also have to talk about that Loki trailer. I'm excited. Me too. So the good guys end up finding the natives of the island and an older fighter pilot who crash-landed there in World War II, and they inform them of Kong and how he's basically the protector of the island. So, whereas they originally saw Kong as this monster, this titan, this creature, the natives are like, no, Kong is basically like our god. He protects us from the evils that lie within this island. So, meanwhile, Mr. Jack and... <laughs> Mr. Jackson of the asshole team wants his what? revenge... <laughs> Mr. Jackson of the asshole team wants his revenge on Kong for killing his men, even though they were the ones who provoked Kong in his home. I'm just still so irritated by that. So Kong isn't the only kaiju on this strange island, though. The movie shows us all sorts of weird creatures, but none as bad as the ruthless scroll call scroll <laughs> skull crawlers. That's all, folks. Skull crawlers. Which are the reason that Kong is the last of his kind, because they've picked off all the other Kongs. So, the group makes a nice getaway boat from the scraps of the wreckage and eventually meet up with the asshole team, find out that Sam Jack plans to kill Kong, and they try to reason with him and explain Kong's role, like his vital role on the island. But Sam Jack's like, no, I don't give a fuck. And now the two teams are at odds, with one trying to save Kong and leave the island, and the other trying to kill him and finish the vendetta. So, would you say that assholes are trying to kill Kong and Kong is trying to destroy the asshole team? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you 12-year-old child. <laughs> so, the asshole team sets up a trap for Kong with explosives and, explosives and napalm. Not an asshole trap. And for the most part, the plan works and Kong is injured from the blast. But that's not the only thing the blast did. It also woke up... The um, big, huge mama bear skull crawler that attempts to kill Kong. 
the one that they were all hiding from and they were like ah she's gonna come out whenever um kong is finally dead and she's gonna take over the island they woke her up before kong was dead so good job them so in the end kong kills a few red shirts he kills sam jack and now he has a big fight on his hands while he's hurt so the skull crawler is giving kong the business and is on him like white on rice but the good guys know that they need to save kong because you know kaiju's they're not all that bad so kong finally kills the big bad and watches as our good guys leave to return home there's an end credit scene though and it shows footage of cave paintings depicting godzilla mothra rodan and king Ghidorah. the final image shows godzilla and Ghidorah in battle setting the scene for the next installment of godzilla king of the monsters that was beautiful so this next one's going to be a little long just because if you were only going to watch one singular movie leading up to Godzilla versus King say Kong, that. if they only had time to watch one, they need to watch King of the Monsters. I mean, it's not ideal. They wouldn't know where Kong is coming from. Don't do it. I mean, if you really like, but gun to your head, had to do it, then yeah, I that's guess that's what I've I've been telling because a lot of people find that three movies is a little bit hard to digest before you know watching I mean, just the fourth start one. from kong skull island if you really need to yeah yeah that would be perfect but you can kind of infer where kong is from or whatever at least you know the name kong skull island whereas godzilla king of monsters introduces all these new monsters that are needed well one specific one that is needed whenever you watch godzilla versus king kong do you agree Uh, i was just gonna Okay, dive in. (laughs) All right, so we're diving in like Michael Phelps on a nice hot day. We are going to be doing Godzilla King of Monsters. Like Connie said, if you really had to watch one gun to your head, this one would be it. So here we are, the most important of the four-part series. Wouldn't you say? I think it's a little more important than Kong versus Godzilla. Why do I keep wanting to say Kong versus Godzilla? Godzilla versus Kong. I really, really, really enjoyed um, Godzilla vs. Kong. Same. But this one, it... Has, like, the most story. Yeah. Not necessarily. <laughs> I want to say Kong Skull Island had the most story. But no. But this one busted open the entire monster verse. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, as far yes. as, like, the, the most story. Like, it connected everything. Yes. Okay. Because the thing is, is the subpar subplots in these movies they don't ever really tie together necessarily and i don't think that's something we really touched on and that's why we really didn't dive deep into that in the first godzilla because you see those characters and you really don't see them again you see one character again which you know we'll we'll get more in depth into but this one had the only kind of reoccurring character that makes more sense yeah so i am gonna shit on this movie just a little bit just that's what i do Um, This movie has more dumb subplots that are hard to follow, just so you know. But it does have amazing fight scenes to make up for them. It does have super heavy plot armor for that character that Connie was talking about. Actually, I was talking about a totally different character. The one from the Godzilla movie that made it into Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Who? The one professor guy that was in Monarch. The dead? No, that saved Godzilla. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, mm. 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there's only like three characters that are in more than one movie. Yeah. That's it. Eh. Anyway, I like doing that. That was fun. Mm. <laughs> um. So they do have a pop culture female lead that also makes up for the intense amount of plot armor. So. Honestly, I think, like, Michael Bay could have really had a second breath of fresh air had he made this. Oh, Lord. Because it was it was shot very Michael Bay-esque, minus the colors. Yeah, I could see that. Very Transformers. Right. So, this one was my favorite movie leading up to Godzilla vs. King Kong, solely due to the n- nostalgia factor um, that me and my cousin had running late-night Godzilla Save All Monster PS2 sessions, which... I would definitely get my ass handed in. 
So, anyways, this movie introduces several kaijus that were stated in that game and in the movie. We have Ghidorah, who, Connie, Ghidorah's not scarier than Valak. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that again. Y'all are going to watch this movie and y'all are going to be like, what the fuck? No. Okay. Okay, you tell me the the background image of Ghidorah just towering over the whole city Mm -hmm. with like a fogged out, smoky... Mm-hmm. backlit picture that is terrifying not more terrifying than opening your eyes and seeing the nun we all have our we all have our fears okay okay that's fine so uh it also introduces mothra titanus methuselah and punk ass rodan rodan whatever. rodan rodan and fields what that's a pyramid scheme for skincare mm, weird <laughs> So, yet again, we're introduced to new random red shirts and about three new main characters. But don't get too attached to them because only two of them will make it into the next film. And are they so important that they couldn't have been left out? Not really, but this one you'll definitely need to see before Godzilla vs. King Kong. I just read your notes and we've said that you'll need to see this before Godzilla versus Kong like nine times I told you to read the notes before we started recording I don't like you anymore I'm sorry I'm just gonna put in there like I am a butt what I'm a butt face why did I say that is that are are you trying to take shots because I said it was written by Rico and jerk yeah okay rude so we start off with Monarch doing what Monarch does best and they're back at it again trying to study the kaiju they see that what was once a larva is now hatching to become a beautiful little butterfree named Mothra. And lucky for them, Mothra is a bit more on the peaceful side. So they try to make communication with her by using a device known as Orca, or shitty plot device that is used whenever they need to get out of danger. Look, we're here for the monsters, not the story. So we find out that the cool whale noisemaker thing works. Yay! Nope, just kidding. Um, just as they think that they have a win, we're introduced to a new mercenary team known as Apex, and they've managed to convince the scientists to set all the monsters free because they need to heal the Earth from all the damage that the humans have caused. So start recycling, you dummies! So anyway, these eco-terrorists are unleashing all of the kaiju, but the first one they decide to release, aside from Mothra, turns out to be Monster Zero, also known as Ghidorah. Sorry. Just practicing my Japanese there. Um, I'm not sure why they cho- chose to name it Monster Zero instead of Ghidorah, but it is what it is. I'm pretty sure there's like a comic on it. But Ghidorah is a three-headed Hydra-esque monster that is um, that is a Hellspawn version of Deadpool. Because he also has regenerative properties. And it's definitely not scary than Valak. I just wanted to go ahead and let you know that again. That's pretty rude, but okay. Um, even when one of its three heads are cut off, its brain still remains active, which will be important later. Um, it's rumored that Ghidorah isn't one of the original kaijus or titans of this world. Um, and that's why, just like YNW Melly, he has murder on his mind. So you thought the Muto was bad, right? Yeah, the Muto was um, pretty destructive. Well, the Muto has nothing, and I mean nothing, on Ghidorah. Yeah, Ghidorah is actually pretty fucking terrifying. Ghidorah just causes chaos to cause chaos. Right. So he begins to kill everybody that's in the surrounding area. And now, Crouching Tiger Hidden Lizard has to step in and save the day. So Godzilla and Ghidorah run a fade, and Ghidorah has those claws. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ghidorah. He I don't want to say claws on him. I don't want to say he fucked Godzilla up, but he definitely like he smacked him around. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely gonna win, but um, you know, Godzilla takes the first L, and he doesn't take it lightly, especially seeing how he needed help from the humans, which, you know, lizard brains go. Mark Zuckerberg. Anyway, um, he didn't like it, so the scientists turned to the sorry the scientists turned eco terrorists have now decided that it is a good idea to wake up Rodan. Rodan, it is what it is. 
Oh, no. So, punk-ass Rodan thinks that he... I'm going to say Rodan. Rodan. It just sounds... It just rolls off the tongue. Rodan. Well, you know, he was originally in Mexico, so whatever your... Rodan. Hell yeah. (laughs) Rodan. Rodan. (laughs) Okay, so punk-ass Rodan thinks that (laughs) um, he can be tough and fight Godzilla and Ghidorah. Oh, he wants to be king, huh? He said King Godzilla... King Ghidorah? No, nah, right. it's time for King Rodan. Rodan. <laughs> how, do say, how do you say king in Spanish? Uh, Rey. Rey? Rey, yeah. Rey Rodan. Rey Rodan. No? Rodan Rey? I don't know. Making me feel weird. I'm anyway. sorry. Um. So, yeah, no. Rey Rodan is easily, easily smacked around by our boy Ghidorah. So Godzilla hops back into the ring for round two, okay? And at this time, the army has decided to just pull a Godzilla 2014 and use a bomb to kill Ghidorah and Godzilla. They said we taken everybody out in this bitch. Right, so they decide to use an oxygen destroyer to kill them both in one shot. So Godzilla has gotten very injured from this bomb and must go back to his Zilla lair while Ghidorah isn't really affected and calls or wakes up all the remaining kaiju to let them know he is the new king, i.e. King Ghidorah, but not for long. Anyway, so the scientists realize that Ghidorah is way too big of a threat and they need Godzilla. So they go and try to find him and see how they can help his recovery speed up. And they realize that he won't be able to heal himself in time. So they decide to detonate a nuke to get my boy's radiation levels up. Kind of like a five-hour nuclear energy drink? Yeah, it's kind of like... Never mind, that was that took place in the new movie. I'm not going to say that. Uh, yep, I almost bucked up. Almost bucked up, but I didn't. So, he's ready for a fight. During this time, they realize that Monster Zero isn't an original kaiju. Kind of like the notes that you wrote down. Twice. Really? No, see... The first part, I said, it's rumored that he oh, okay. wasn't an original. Okay, so, now, so now they finally realize that They're like, oh, yeah, uh, Ghidorah, not. He was not going to do the job that we released him to do because he was not meant for this earth. My notes were originally a lot longer. So if you decided to cut them down and work them to your way, Big dog, I'm listen, okay with that. You actually didn't do these notes. I got pretty far. So again. They realize that Monster Zero isn't an original kaiju or a titan. He's actually an alien that came to Earth to transform it, I guess, in his image or what he wants it to be. He just wants chaos. That's it. Yeah, no, it really doesn't it explain. It is, yeah, it just says he wants to transform the Earth. Right. So, you know, he doesn't really want to restore it back to the original Earth, kind of like the kaijus wanted to, so much as, like, fuck shit up and... Throw a nice rager. Yeah. Keg it up. It's like a Project X up in this bitch, but with King Ghidorah. Exactly, and all sorts of titans. Honestly. So the scientist's daughter, who has been there the entire time, sees what's going on and takes matters into her own hands. She steals the orca back from eco-terrorists, from the eco-terrorists. Sorry, not just random eco-terrorists. They were... The specific. Right. The ones that started with the letter A that Connie doesn't want me to call them anymore. So, she broadcasts a frequency that unknowingly calms the kaijus. No, it calms them, but it unknowingly calls them to her. Right. So, she was intending to calm them, and it did that. But it also was like, hey, you guys, I'm right here if you want to come find me. I I don't know. I don't think that it did that. I know you read. It definitely did do that, because where did Ghidorah go? Right. I think you read it, but like, just from watching it, it was more like... Ghidorah was pissed off every time he was going to go attack something and they would turn on the orca and he's like, why did I stop? Like something is stopping me. I have to. Or all the Titans were just like, huh? Yeah. Like they, they, I don't know. Kind of got mind controlled. So like whenever she used the orca to stop him, he was kind of like, I got to go find out where that's at so I can destroy it so I can stop. stop." So she was unknowingly calling him to her. Like, just calling attention to herself. Right. 
kind of like you set off a flare to let people know like, hey, there's somebody here and they go directly to you. Right. Like if the flare was a mind control flare that yes. made you stop doing what you were doing. So obviously same you thing. Go find it. Yeah. Anyway. So you're right. Um, it unknowingly calls Ghidorah to her location. Um, so he decides to scramble on over with his three heads and kind of short of fuck shit up because, you know, that's his whole purpose. So just in time, Godzilla shows up with an escort and everybody's being evacuated due to Godzilla being literally thermonuclear because of that explosion. During this, we see that the queen of monsters, Mothra, looking at you. I love her. She's so pretty. She <laughs> came to see. I'm, I'm came, firing you. <laughs> she came to see her husband. I'm firing. Granted, you. how the fuck? Look, I just want to know. Nope, you don't want to know. Nope. He's a big lizard. Nope. She's a big moth. It's parasitic. It's a parasitic love. Oh my god. Yep. She sucks on his scales. Oh my god. No, that's not what I meant. Oh that's my not. god. You are the twelve year old here. <laughs> Oh my god, Rico. Anyway, Mothra arrives just in time to help Godzilla. To suck off some scales. (laughs) You just made this a thing now. I'm going to be having nightmares of a giant moth sucking on the. You know what? I'm not going to say it because it's part of the next movie. God. Anyway. So Mothra helps Godzilla in battle. She engages in a nice little battle with punk ass Rodon because he decided to come back for some reason. Nobody decided to fatality that man. Really? And uh she defeats him. She she does, I guess, pull the job off and fatalities Rodon. But she also gets injured in the process. But she comes back. Right. I mean... Mothra never truly dies. Yeah. I had to explain that to Connie. Because um, I was very sad. Also because the movie doesn't do a good job of explaining other kaijus. It just kind of like shows them to you and expects you to know. So she's she's okay. She'll come back in uh, Godzilla whatever the fuck. So now we have Ghidorah fighting Godzilla. Rodon versus Mothra. And it is a nice little clusterfuck of a battle. But again, remember, Mothra's hurt, and Ghidorah is well known to kick Godzilla's ass, sadly. But anyway, Godzilla takes yet again another L. I'm sorry, I'm giving the play-by-play, but I have to. Um, So Mothra saves Godzilla and butterfrees her magic and saves him, just like that. Doesn't explain why, doesn't explain how. She just does. It's that Mothra giant plot armor. Right. They use her as a plot device. Yeah. Our main scientist intends to lead Ghidorah away from Godzilla using the Orca that she now has back in her possession because she tracked down her daughter. The scientist then sacrifices herself to keep Ghidorah distracted while everybody else evacuates. Godzilla then defeats Ghidorah, forcing the other kaiju to bow to their king. You know, using his thermonuclear powers. So lucky for us, this movie does have end credits, and it shows that the kaiju are helping restore the Earth, just like planned. It also shows ancient drawings of King Kong and Godzilla fighting. I wonder what that would lead up to. Hmm, who knows? In the end credit, that, like, I guess a second end credit? Yeah, I think there's one that is, like, pre-credits, and then one that's, like, mid-credits. No, it's mid-credits and end credits. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... We don't know. You'll figure it out. You know what I mean. So there's two end credits, and it shows that the leader of the eco-terrorists was purchasing Ghidorah's left severed head. Did you talk about how they were so long that they had to telekinetically? I think I did. I think it was in the notes. The, The question is, did you type them up? I did type it up. Okay. But you tend to skip around a lot. Well... I don't want to sound mm-hmm. bad, but, like, I write the rough draft. You write the final draft. Okay. 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 And um, really, but, it's on you, on what gets aired. So, not to reveal anything, but this end credit scene is crucial. Crucial to the movie. 
So you see them purchasing Ghidorah's head and like Rico had probably maybe said earlier, um, basically Ghidorah's heads, Ghidorah has three heads. Yeah, I think I did say that. And they're all, yeah, they all have restorative properties. And they're telepathically connected. Because their necks are so long, they have to telepathically connect to each other, um, speak to each other. Which if their heads are all, it's kind of like a Cerberus, right? Mm-hmm. It has three heads. But if their heads can all touch each other, why would they need to telepathically connect with their necks? I mean, I really don't know. I think it's because they all share a different brain. I think we were just told that in GBK, but... Godzilla versus King Kong? Yeah. Okay. And... It works. We're just running with it? It works. But it definitely plays really heavily into the next movie. So that's why this movie, if you don't watch King of the Monsters, you're kind of left wondering what the fuck is happening. Yeah, so like out of all the three movies, I think this one was the most essential. Yeah, if you had to narrow it down. So, but I do have a question. Yes. Out of these two origin films... The 2014 Godzilla and, and King Kong, Kong. Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Which one do you think was the better origin film? Kong Skull Island. Just because you know I love Kong. His movie didn't have the completely terrible human subplot that Godzilla did. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit more upbeat. Right. I mean, I think... Personally, they could have cut out Godzilla 2014. I mean, granted, it was the first one to be made, and they had to kind of make it in order to kick off the film. But... It didn't give you a background to if, him. Right. If King of Monsters was Godzilla's origin film, it would have been way better than Kong Skull Island. Yeah, they could have tacked like a couple of parts from Godzilla 2014 into King of Monsters and you know called it a day. Right. I think ultimately we both agree that Kong Skull Island was the better origin film. It was just a good movie. But King of Monsters was a lot cooler. Yes. King of Monsters, since it didn't count as an origin film, it didn't count in the race, but it it was very cool. It was very action-packed. Now let me ask you another question. Yes. Who got you into kaiju movies? Into the MonsterVerse? Yeah. I just want to hear it. Yeah. You did. You did. That's what I wanted. To I've hear. never watched a Godzilla movie or King Kong movie. Um, for me, it was my cousin, the one that I told y'all about that we were playing all night. Uh, Save the monsters. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, if you're listening. Wow, thanks. Yeah. I, I like didn't your, know you listened. I like your smoke shop. All right, moving on. Anyway, um, so yeah. Whose team? Like leading up to Godzilla versus Kong. Whose team are you rooting for? And I know it's hard to say because literally we've already seen the movie. Um, we're going to play that little audio clip that we recorded mm-hmm. before we saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end there, just to give you guys a little sneak peek. Mm-hmm. But who were you rooting for? I think I'm just going to go ahead and let the audio speak for me because I think it speaks volumes. Okay. Um, but if we can't get the audio working because I know it's hard for you to find it and I just kind of dumped it on you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, from the beginning, I've always been Team Godzilla. Like, since 2003 Godzilla came out, I've loved Godzilla. So, Team Godzilla all the way, baby. All right, understandable. What about you? King Kong. That's it. You know I love King Kong. He is such a precious baby in my mind. I love him. You disgust me. I love him. I mean, he's he's cool. I really do like his movie a little bit better than... Wow, my voice cracked. Um, I think I like his movie a little bit better than the Godzilla movies. Only because they give better story in King Kong movies than they do in Godzilla movies. Godzilla movies are more like, hey, none of these main characters, i.e. Godzilla and whoever Godzilla is fighting, don't speak. So we need to have a shitty subplot where humans can speak and sort of kind of push what's going on. Yeah. Of course they have to have something, you know, some sort of words, some sort of dialogue. Um, But I mean, I think ultimately 
King Kong. You don't really need the dialogue, though. You don't. I mean, I would have been a-okay, like, them doing a quiet place. Yeah. Granted. Never mind. I can't talk about it. Oh, my God. I can't talk about it. You guys are going to be so pumped for the episode. You are so anxious. Yes, because I'm telling you, like, go watch it. Go stream it on HBO Max or... If you got to listen to this four times in order to get our analytics up, go ahead and do that. If you got to go and spend a whole day, call off work, listen to this four times... Go watch all the three movies leading up to it and then listen to us another four times and then watch Godzilla. You have to Kong. watch Godzilla versus Kong. Sorry, that was the fish. Our little Godzilla over there. He's making noise. Um, but you have to watch the movie because we are going to be doing an episode where we do talk about it and there will be spoilers. And I don't want to spoil this movie for any of you um, just because it was such a good movie. And, you know, recently I heard on the radio... It had the biggest box office um, records since the pandemic started. I believe it. Like, people are actually going to theaters. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like you said, we are giving spoilers before the spoilers. Next video is going to be about... Next episode. You know what I meant. (laughs) Next episode is going to be about Godzilla vs. King Kong, GVK, the big, the bold... The beautiful. We won't give the whole plot, but we will give spoilers. Yeah. We're we're gonna talk less on the movie. More about our expectations. And and, sh- and more like what we thought of it. Our so opinion. it's gonna be I mean, I guess we can kind a of review. free ball it. It's gonna be like a little bit of a, re- yeah, a review. A little yeah. less structured. Yeah, where it's just gonna be us chatting like we would do in the car after watching the movie. It might get a little heated. Yes, it might, but um, I think that's what makes it great. Yep. So, um, just to remind everybody, we are still doing our giveaway. We're going to yes. let that run for a little bit longer. It's going to be us cash apping three people. Or Venmoing. Or Venmoing. Three people who are random. We're not going to like give anybody any favoritism. We decided. No nepotism here. We decided, Miss, I'm going to add people's name twice. Okay, but if they leave us a review, I mean, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, but yeah, we decided we're not going to show any favoritism. We're just going to go ahead and do random. Um, three people. Yes. So don't forget to enter. If you want the deets, you can go listen to our uh, last episode. Sold out of popcorn. Last episode. Yeah. I accidentally said last it's, episode. It's okay. Sold cool. on popcorn. No, sold out of popcorn. Sold out of popcorn. Yeah. Yes. I, I that was that. Yes. Big very good shot collar right here. Um, so yeah, get the deeds on that. Send us an email at break at the popcorn at gmail.com. Um, with your favorite movie, your cash app, Venmo, whatever the case is, you have to go back and listen to that, that right. episode in order to get the details. It's like halfway through. So I believe in you. Um, or Facebook message us, Instagram, DM us, you know, favorite movie, uh, your cash app, Venmo, there was something else I just can't remember. I don't think. I don't know. Tell us your favorite movie. Did you say that? Yep. I already said that. All right. All right. Well, we do have some podcast updates. I do just we? want to say a special thank you to anybody that came from TikTok, especially Connie's TikTok. Uh, especially Connie's TikTok. Because if there was a I don't, different... I don't have a, a platform on TikTok. I think it's I have okay. like all of 12 people. So if you want to follow I me. I think you have like 62 actually. If you want to follow me and make me feel good about myself, I'd appreciate that. Anyways, thank you to all my TikTok followers that did um, follow me over onto Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, wherever you're listening to this at. Um, thank you for that. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you guys are so wonderful, so sweet. If you can, please leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars. Write out a nice little comment. Um, it will mean the world to me. Right. And shout out to anybody else that did not come from TikTok. Um, just, it's here if, organically. If, yeah. Like if you just found us, you know, thank we you. We appreciate it. I think we are at... Without Spotify, 315. 15. 315 listeners. Without 314. Spotify. Yeah, 314. Yeah. Yes. So with Spotify, who knows what the number is. And I am so grateful to everybody. Yes, you guys Especially are wonderful. Especially you, Dr. Sun, who now found my podcast. But it's okay because we have more listeners now. And you know what that means? My anxiety is through the roof. We are one step closer to... um. Not having to work, really. Or you are. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. I want to do this full-time. It's my dream. So We know. 
All right. We can we can talk about it on another on Pixar another episode. episode. We have to uh <laughs> we have to make a last minute Kroger's run, so wish us luck on that adventure. Fingers crossed. Everybody say a quick prayer for me because by the time you're hearing this, I will have gotten my vaccine the day before the first dose. So. True, you got to go tomorrow. Yes. Awesome. Yes, very fun. I'm so. proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very nervous, but I'm excited. So, I have to go to work after that. So it's going to be really fun. Yeah. All right, so let's close it up, babe. All right, anything else? Nope. All righty then. Did you you didn't say follow us on Oh, sorry. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, or TikTok, maybe? I mean, it's Breakout the Popcorn. Um, on all. On Instagram and on Facebook. But on the Twitter. Twitter, it's B-O-T-P Podcast. Right. Only because Breakout the Popcorn was too long. It would have hit that character limit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the TikTok is Breakout the Popcorn. Um, so, yeah. Give us a follow drop us a line talk talk to us tell us how we're doing how you're doing how we sound find us on anywhere you find your local podcast wherever you're listening to us right now you can probably listen to the newest episode on there too yeah yeah all right anything else roll credits baby hey you still listening well i bet you didn't think we would have an end credit here you go okay so it is march 31st yes and we are heading to go watch Godzilla. We're driving, so please excuse the noise, but we just wanted to share our predictions because we weren't able to record beforehand. Right, so this is our pre-guesstimates as to what's going on. Yeah, so um, I think they are going to have some issues with sizing just because they oversized Godzilla and undersized King Kong. So I feel like that's going to be an issue. I really want to find out how they made them the same size. Yeah, well, maybe that was just like a teenage King Kong that we saw in Skull Island. And maybe, you know, we're going to get to see adult King Kong. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, So who do you think is going to win? That way we don't make this this long. I don't think it's actually going to be a fight between them. I think it's going to be a fight. I know it's going to be a fight. They have to fight at some point. I mean, yeah, they have to fight at some point. I think... Godzilla will probably win just because I'm just imagining sheer size. But I think he's going to win, but Kong will definitely have put a dent in him. But I think I think Ronnie was kind of on point with the prediction of them coming together to beat some sort of greater evil. Yes. What do you think? Um, well, we know Mecha Godzilla is going to be in it. Okay. But I have this like gut feeling that they're going to like switch shit up. And make it to where the or to make it where Mecha Godzilla is actually good for some reason. I don't know why. I just feel like they're gonna do it. Hmm. So I mean, that's yeah. that's just my prediction. Well, I'm excited to see how it turns out. Very, we will uh, record after and let you guys know what we thought. Yep. So hi, future selves. Hello. And goodbye. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 